You're listening to 30 Minute Expert. I'm Katie. And I'm Zach. Every episode, I challenge Zach to become an expert on a totally random topic. And if that's not hard enough, I only have 30 minutes to do it. We want to prove that no matter who you are, or how much education you have, with a little help from the internet, anyone can become an expert on any topic in the world. Are you ready to get started today? Yes, I'm ready to get started. Okay, I have a fun one, I think, today. Great. I'm excited to hear about it. So am I. You know why? You know what it is already. I don't. I know. You want you want to know why I'm excited? Yes. Mostly? Yes. Because it's cute. Oh. Okay. I love cute stuff. I know. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. So I'm asking you today to spend 30 minutes learning everything you can about alpacas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that That is cute. It is cute, right? Yeah. There's going to be some important things for you to find out, like... What's the difference between an alpaca and a llama? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know they're different. I think they're different. Yeah, I can't even picture an alpaca. I think it looks like a llama. Are they like furrier? Fur, do they call them? Is it fur? I don't know. Or You're going to have to find out. Wool? I think... Are they fluffier than a llama? I picture an alpaca like you can't even see its eyes. Yeah, because its you know? bangs are so overgrown. Well, I, <laughs> I wasn't picturing bangs necessarily, but just like so much hair grown over that you can't even see their features. I their don't face. know. I mean, I know they have alpaca um, blankets and, yeah. and things. So obviously, I don't, I don't know. You're going to have to find out. Yeah. There was something about alpacas recently. Over Christmas. Didn't someone have an alpaca something or other or like alpaca slippers or something like that was a popular thing i have no idea please just the fur in there or something this was an anecdotal thing i don't think this is going to be part of anything that i would find someone had alpaca slippers and they were very soft and we've talked about this yeah oh i know i would yeah i would have thought it was expensive too just because it sounds so exotic but i wish i could remember exactly what it was but we've talked about this like is that bad like would a vegan person not wear yeah, wool? yeah, they don't wear wool, but um, but hopefully, I mean, I would hope that getting alpaca fur or hair doesn't harm the alpaca. Um, but well, that's why I, don't I think know. it's almost. I don't really understand why people um wouldn't wear wool because it it seems like it would be necessary for the animal to it's be probably just trimmed. the whole theory of like I guess the theory of yeah keeping them in the first place yeah to harvest their their wool yeah mm-hmm. that that actually makes perfect sense yeah i never looked at it that way um because otherwise i'm sure they get weighed down by that if yeah they, don't they probably get need a haircut yeah like i wonder how do. that happens in nature though maybe they like rub up against a rock <laughs> i think that's it they just rub <laughs> up against a rock Could be. and it's all fixed all right we'll find out about how alpacas rub up against rock yeah i need the answers and uh and come back to me okay with what you find. I will. All right. 30 minutes to find out everything you can about alpacas. Alpacas. What do you want to know? I have answers. Everything. Give I want to know everything that one can learn about alpacas in 30 minutes. Okay. Um, First of all. Describe an alpaca to me, or tell me where they're from. Give me, like, the basic lowdown. We'll go down, yeah, okay. We'll look at the back of their baseball card. Read their stats. Okay, so they are uh, a part of the camelid family. Camelid? 
Camelid, yeah, okay. which is our camels in that family as well. You betcha. Um, so. Camelids are large herbivores with slender necks and long legs. Oh, beautiful! Sounds kind of hot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and they're in there with camels, llamas, um, a couple other animals, including one called the vicuña. Oh, I heard. I've heard about them. Really? Yeah, I re- something I was reading, a play I was reading. <laughs> there were vicuña in it. That's I know, so random, but yeah. I have heard of them. I don't think I've ever heard of them, um, but they exist, and they are from South America, which is where alpacas are from. Very cool. Yeah. Okay, so keeping with the stats, uh, the adult male typically weighs between 110 and 190 pounds. Cool. And it's about... Me too. I weigh typically between 110 and 190 pounds. Yeah, it can fluctuate, but mm-hmm. you're in there somewhere. <laughs> That's pretty light, actually, because I picture them... Well, how big are they, I guess? Yeah, they're not huge. Uh, so they stand about three feet tall at the withers, which is what they call their shoulders. Oh, wow. Right, but then picture picture an alpaca. Three yeah. feet at the shoulders, but then it's got that long neck yeah. and the head. You know, so if you're... I don't know. Probably five feet at least. Okay, I, I thought would think they right. Were it, it probably adds like two feet. Yeah, they're yeah. not that big. They're so cute. Um, I they knew are they were cute. <laughs> they are much. So this is the big distinction. Like llama and alpaca. Like you kind of picture them being the same, yes. where you don't really know what the difference is. They are way smaller than llamas. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I was probably thinking of a llama. Probably. So llamas are about five feet at the shoulders, mm. plus their head. Don't you mean at the withers? At the withers. Yeah. <laughs> and listen to this. You said you typically weigh between 110 and 190. <laughs> I did say that. I think I've seen you weigh as much as 400 pounds, which is how much a llama can weigh. No way. Yeah, llamas can weigh Okay. well over 400 pounds. So llamas are like can be twice as big as alpacas. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I mean, in terms of weight, yeah, well over twice as heavy, which is nuts. I didn't realize there was that big of a difference. I had no idea what the difference was, to be honest. Yeah, what else? How else do they look different? Are there other defining characteristics? Uh, Not that I have here in front of me. I don't think they look that much different. Oh. I'm I'm sure if you drill down on it, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, their eyes are a little bigger, their nose is a little longer, like this and that, but they they really do look generally the same, but one's a lot bigger than the other. Okay, so the main difference is just the size. That's the main difference, for sure. Very cool. I guess another difference would be that llamas have been bred to be work animals, Hmm. whereas alpacas are bred for their wool. So that's another difference, but visually, uh, the main difference is the size. Cool. Uh, So there's two different kinds of alpacas. All right. One is the Surrey alpaca, S-U-R-I. Oh. And yeah, they are, they're pretty. Isn't that Katie Holmes and Tom? Yes. his daughter's name. That is. That's also what old people call Siri. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, there Um, you go. So they make up only 10% of the alpaca population. So the they, yeah, they I mean they're they're weird. They first of all they look like they have they look like they have dreadlocks. Um if you look up a photo. Nice. And they have the worst Wikipedia page I've ever seen. <laughs> like the Wikipedia page for Surrey alpacas is no joke. There's a photo of two ugly alpacas and <laughs> maybe like a four-line paragraph. That's it. Like, it's the worst Wikipedia page ever. Well, I hope you expanded your search then. Not on these guys. No, I didn't oh. waste much time with them. 
Because they're only 10%. Exactly, they're 10%. The other 90% are the Wakaya alpacas, and that's what you're picturing. Okay. So that's like... Like I said, the other ones, they look like they have dreadlocks, kind of. It's mm. long and, like, shaggy. The Wakaya alpacas, that's that's an alpaca. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like we said, they look a lot like llamas. So much, in fact, that all through the 18th and 19th century, people just assumed that they were descendants of llamas because of their appearance. But they're actually the descendants of vicuñas. Oh. Yeah, and nobody thought that. They just ignored that possibility because they don't really look anything alike. So vicuñas are really skinny. They have the same general shape as an alpaca or a llama, but they're a lot thinner and they have really like short hair. So they don't look much alike at all. And it wasn't until 2001 that with like advances in DNA, mm. uh, like genealogy, things like that, that they did finally officially determine that uh, alpacas are descended from the vicuñas. Oh, cool. We'll have to look up, grab some photos of all three of them and yeah. see the differences. Yeah, I, I was looking at a photo of, of, of vicuñas yesterday, I think, and they almost look like, just to put a picture in your mind, picture like a gazelle shaped like an alpaca. That's almost what it looks like. Okay. It's like that thin mm-hmm. and, you know, short hair like that. Almost like a really tiny horse. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's a way of looking at it, cool. definitely. Uh, we'll, we'll look at Yeah, we'll you look can see a photo. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been domesticated for a few thousand years, at Ooh. least. Uh, alpacas. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, so this descending from the vicuñas goes way back. They've been uh, domesticated for a while, like I said, as work animals, or sorry, as uh, animals for their wool. Hmm. Because the vicuñas, they don't produce much wool. They only need sheared, like, every three years. Oh, wow. yeah. Because they've got that really short hair, so it takes a while for that to grow out. So that hair is really valuable. Uh, their wool is really valuable because there's so little of the it. The vicuña wool. Correct. Uh-huh. What about alpacas? Is their wool valuable? Yeah, or how often do they need to be cut? Not they this? need sheared on, uh, once a year. Oh, that's yeah. a, not very frequent. No, no, it's not constant, but if you're breeding them for their wool, better than once every three years. Very true, very true. So vicuñas, and uh, there's another animal called the guanaco, and that is the llama's relative. Okay. Like the, what the llama descended from. These have been found as old as 12,000, uh, you know, remains of them as old as 12,000 years old, whereas the oldest llamas and alpacas are actually mummified ones they found that are only about 1,000 years old. What do you mean mummified? Someone mummified them? I guess so, right? I mean, if it's if if it's calling it mummified, it must have been deliberately wow. like wrapped up and preserved. Or would you call it mummified if you found it like say in an iceberg? Not that they would be in an iceberg because they're from South America, but if would you Truly, call that mummified? I have no like idea. Like Encino Man, have you seen that? Yeah, I know. Is he I mummified know what you're or about. is he just I don't know frozen? I don't know. But so the point is, though, that alpacas and llamas are a much more recent species than the cunhas and the other one you Correct. talked about. Cool. Yeah. All right. So fast forwarding a bit to 1532, when mm-hmm. Spanish conquistadors arrived in the Andes, which is where these alpacas are kind of hanging out mostly. I would hang out there, too. It sounds really nice. <laughs> I had the opportunity. 
I'd like to gra- graze some pasture in the Andes. Uh, anyway, these uh, conquistadors apparently killed off 98% of the population of alpacas. Wow, they had no respect for human or animal life. <laughs> Seriously. I don't know if they were killing them just because they were in the way, or if in they the were way. killing them for food or for their wool. Wow. All three, I'm sure. Um, Dang. And then they also brought diseases that killed them. Right. Um, so, yeah, 98% of them dead. Oh my gosh, we're so lucky that they that any of them survived. Well, apparently they bounced back because oh, good. we still got them. Um, so, like we said, they're bred for their wool, sheared once a year. So you're getting a you know good bit of wool off them, and and people are using this stuff for blankets, scarves, mm-hmm. hats, socks, ponchos, like the you know Mexican poncho yeah. things. Um, mm-hmm. No real surprises there. But what is really cool about their wool is that it's hypoallergenic. Oh, that is Which cool. is very atypical of wool. Really? Yeah, because it doesn't have any lanolin. Oh, yeah, that's what sheep's wool has, Exactly, right? which is like, you know, most of most the wool. Most of the wool. Um, which is like a waxy oil that is secreted from, like we said, sheep, that ironically it's used in a lot of like beauty products because yeah. it's like that waxy thing. Mm-hmm. But at the same, like the irony is that it also is very prone to causing allergic reactions. Yeah, I know. I when I was little, at least, I was allergic to lanolin, and oh, really? I remember specifically um, it was in you know Aquaphor. Yeah, you have that now, right? Yeah. Well, no, I don't think I. We might have some okay. <laughs> somewhere, but um, but yeah, and so then if you're allergic to lanolin, you can't use Aquaphor. Right, which makes hypoallergenic like wool products great. Yeah, because most of them are you know gonna make you itchy (laughs) (laughs) and also because it doesn't have this waxy oil on it it's a lot easier to process it you don't have to use like super high temperatures or harsh chemicals to get it from the you know raw fiber to a finished product like a scarf or whatever Mm -hmm. and there's a term in the textile industry alpaca and that usually means wool from an alpaca, <laughs> of course. Yes. But it's, it's also a more general term to refer to any like style of fabric that was originally made from alpaca wool. Let me cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're kept in in grazing herds, right? Mm-hmm. So they're normally like kind of like free range, but kept okay. in a herd, like sheep, kind of. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. In the Andes Mountains, so Peru, Bolivia, uh, Chile, and at a really high altitude, like usually between eleven and sixteen thousand feet, wow. which is that's that's up there. Mm-hmm. They're herd animals, like we said. They they are kept in herds, and they have an alpha male. Okay, and it's pretty. They're they can be aggressive. Oh no! Yeah, especially towards, um, I guess canids. Which is like coyotes, foxes, dogs. Dog-like things. Yeah, I guess oh. they really don't like them. I don't <laughs> and, know. <laughs> uh, this is exploited with the use of guard alpacas. So really? farms, yeah, farms will employ guard alpacas to watch over livestock and crops and stuff like that, so that you know these coyotes and foxes don't just enter the farm and you know kill your chickens or eat your whatever you're growing. Yeah, pretty crazy. And they'll uh, kick you. The alpaca? Yeah. Will kick you as a human? 
they'll kick me, they'll kick you, they'll <laughs> kick anybody. Oh no. Yeah, uh, they'll kick, they'll spit. I knew about spit. Well, I knew llama spit. Alpaca spit too. It's disgusting, actually. And they'll attack you, you know, like with their front legs. Really? Yeah. That's kind of crazy. So I guess they mostly spit at other alpacas when they're like mad at them, <laughs> I guess. Um, but they'll spit at humans too. And it's, this is, this makes me sick to my stomach, honestly. What? So when they spit, it's mostly just saliva and oh, air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if they want, they can like regurgitate their acidic stomach they can vomit on you and spit that at you and it's like this grass because they mostly eat grass and hay so it's this like disgusting green mixture but this is the part that makes me that wasn't the part no this disgusts me they get something called sour mouth from spitting so much and that's why they like sometimes like if you can picture a llama with like a really like loose hanging lip like you see camels with that yeah yeah and like a gaping mouth I guess that's like from their stomach acids. Like, oh, no. they spit so much that like they're they're like ruining mouth their gets own all body. Loose and their lips are like deteriorating and hanging down. Ew. Yeah, I know. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it is gross, and also it makes me be like, dude, maybe stop spitting so much. Clearly, you have a problem. I know. It's so it's like gross. people who use too much chewing tobacco. Right. They need to stop. It's bad for you. Yeah. Cut that out. Mm-hmm. They're really big on body language. The alpacas are? Mm-hmm. Okay. How? Yeah. They like their personal space. <laughs> they have so much personality. This is really cute. They most do, of kind it is of, kind yeah. of rude, but still. <laughs> well, yeah. Most of it is them being aggressive and spitting at you. But there are some videos online I saw of people who have alpacas as pets, you know, on a farm. Mm-hmm. And they, like, walk right up to them and, like, put their face, you know get nose to nose with them and the alpacas seem affectionate i think they can they not i think they can be very calm and and i saw one place that described them as like uh it was like intelligent or wise or something like that i don't know how you really test that but yeah they can be sweet but they like their personal space and if you approach them from behind they can feel threatened and if they're out and there's a predator nearby like it's very apparent in their body language, mm. that sort of thing. Yeah, they, they can really project when they're nervous or when they're tense. Also, you know what's weird? Hmm. There's no wild alpacas. None? Now? No. Probably because those con- conquistadors killed them all. Yeah, I guess you're right. Wow. I guess they're pretty clean to own because... Besides all the spitting, vomiting. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's... Don't even remind me. But they're pretty clean to own because they all poop in the same spot. Oh. Which is convenient if you're a farm owner. You know, Definitely. you only have to scovel, shovel their poop from one area. And the males are even cleaner than the females. Y'all are nasty. Why? Because the guys... <laughs> guys? The guys. <laughs> uh, the dudes will all, like, pee and poop in the same spot. You know, mm-hmm. just, like, one pile. But the ladies... They will line up. They'll get in one big long line and just start pooping and spraying pee. (laughs) So that's all spread out everywhere. They literally will see one one. Sorry, almost said llama. They'll literally see one alpaca start to poop, and then all the other women will go over there and start pooping with them. It's just like Like real life, exactly. (laughs) I thought that was wild. They're just like human women. Really funny. I know. So. 
Let's talk about <laughs> mating. Okay. How Let's do you do feel it. about mating? Great. Good. Well, then you'll like this part. I think this is wrong, but the males mate at age two or three, which oh. is way too young if you ask me. <laughs> that and is And the quite females young. are even younger. <gasps> oh, no. They're ready to mate at 18 months. Dang. That's a baby. Yeah, that's really young. Come on, alpacas. You know what's crazy? What? They can successfully breed with llamas. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I guess you just get like a medium animal out of yeah. that exchange. I wonder if they have a name. You know, like a liger. Funny you asked. Oh, you know? Yeah, if you what? take a male alpaca and a female llama, that's called a warizo. <laughs> what? <laughs> that doesn't sound like llama or alpaca. <laughs> oh, yeah, they don't have a fun, like, no, combined no, superhero yeah. name like that. <laughs> warizo. <laughs> okay, cool. So they breed in the wintertime. No matter who they with, llama, alpaca, doesn't matter. Okay. They breed in the wintertime, and the gestation period is like 11 to 12 months. So I guess wow. they have babies. In it's kind of weird if you think about well. it. Yeah. So what are they doing? Like popping out the baby and then having Maybe another baby wait. immediately? or do they... No, I don't think they wait a whole year because I did read that they are ready to mate again. I want to say it was like three weeks after having a baby. Well, so maybe it's all winter, in that tight window. Weeks, yeah. yeah. Wow. I know. Jeez. That's a quick turnaround. Yes, it is. And they can live 15, 20 years. Hmm. So if they start having, you know, babies when they're, say, let's just say three years old, I wonder if they would have, you know, if they generally reproduce every year. Do they usually have one baby at a time, did you see, or do they have litters? Uh, I didn't even look at that. I picture I, the, it as one. I picture like it as a, one as well. Like, like a gir- horse. And giraffes are one, right? I guess. I really don't know about giraffes. Let's just say they're one. Also, I don't think they're related to horses or giraffes, but yeah, they look like they them. Look, yeah, they're probably not that far off. Yeah. Anywho, they generally live 15 to 20 years, but the oldest one ever was 27 years old. Wow. Cool. Very sweet. Same as like Kurt Cobain. Oh my god. Jim Morrison. <laughs> Janis Joplin. Yeah. yeah. I heard he had a white lighter in his pocket when he died. The alpaca? It's true. Mm. So if you want to buy an alpaca, are you interested? No. Are you interested in buying any livestock? No. I'm not in the market for livestock. Think down the road though. It could be handy. Okay. Let's just, can you agree that you want to buy an alpaca? Okay, I agree. I want to buy an alpaca. Well, How it's going to cost you. How much? If you want one of breeding age, that's going to be between five dollars and $15,000. Yeah, that's a lot, but honestly, that seems fair to me. It's a whole alpaca. I know, but it's maxing out at one ninety. That's not that much animal. I guess so. It varies greatly, of course, for 5000 to $15,000. And that's a lot more. That's a breeding age alpaca. That's a lot more than if you want a young alpaca. Because if you want a young alpaca, you've got to care for that guy or girl for maybe two years before it can breed. Mm. So you're feeding it. You're shearing it. You're, you know, letting it graze your land. Don't come cheap. How much is that one? Uh, I don't know. Less than (laughs) (laughs) 5000 Yeah, but still expensive. I get it. But (laughs) still. Okay, so we're winding down here. Okay. I was on the AARP website reading an article. AARP? That's correct. Okay. I think American Association of Retired People. Persons. Persons. Mm -hmm. Thank you. 
um, reading an article called The Pros and Cons of Alpaca Ranching as a Career. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So I'm gonna Are throw there some... alpacas that live in the United States? Yeah, there are about 20,000 in the U.S. Oh, wow. And mm-hmm. they're all owned by... They're all domesticated on Correct. Farms, yeah, no wild. But they are all native to South America? Yes, that's correct. Hmm. Okay, cool. So 20,000 They didn't come to the U.S. until like the 80s, which I find hmm. hard to believe. I think it said 1984... Some guys like brought them up here kind of as like, look at these things. Like it wasn't even like anything official. It was like, check these out. These are some animals they have down there. Doesn't that seem weird though? Like there wasn't one in a zoo or a petting zoo or just like, why yeah, would it take so. until 1984 for somebody to bring this animal up? An animal yeah. that's been around thousands of years. Mm. It seems odd. But anyway, AARP, pros and cons of alpaca ranching as a career. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw some stats at you. Okay. So let's say you're retired, you're winding down, you're, you Fabulous. know, you're downsizing, you're an empty nester, and you're looking into alpaca ranching. Of course. As a career. Why not? Well, think about it, okay? Because it's not just a quick money maker, like you might think. If you have an alpaca, and I think, I think it's... About 10 pounds of wool you'll get off it when you shear that alpaca. Okay. Which, if you think about wool, that's a lot. Yeah, think that seems like a, like a decent pillow. amount. What's a pillow weigh? Maybe I've, two pounds? No idea. So, yeah. Like mm-hmm. what, I we're, don't we're, think my pillow is We're talking many pillows full worth. Of wool. I know, but I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> a couple pillows worth. <laughs> so if you're getting 10 pounds of raw fiber, they call it, you could expect to fetch $3 an ounce for that so Ooh. 10 pounds is going to be about $500 worth of wool. But that's once a year, right? Yeah, that's once a year and once per animal. Yeah, so that's, that's what I'm not saying. that it's, much. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not a money maker. Yeah. I'm, probably, I'm feeding my alpaca a ton of food. And feeding, clothing yeah. it, sending it to school. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Paying for child care. Right. Um, but you can make more. So that's $3 an ounce. You can make more on that. If you, as the farmer, are also cleaning it and processing it and getting mm-hmm. it ready to be spun into, mm-hmm. you know, a, a good, um, you can fetch a higher dollar amount per ounce. But three bucks an ounce is what you're going to get for that wool, typically. This, I never really thought about, but this makes sense. If you own livestock, you can insure them. Hmm. Pretty interesting, right? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, though. Yeah, so insurance on your animal can cover you for theft and mortality, but like, what, all mortality? It's going to die eventually. What do you yeah. get, life insurance on your alpaca? I doubt it. I would imagine that's only like from a predator or from mm-hmm. some, you know, accidents, yeah. some, something like that. Um, but you're looking at 4.25% of the value of your animal. So if you've got an alpaca mm-hmm. that's worth 10 grand, that's mm-hmm. going to be about $425 a year to have he or she insured. And you're only getting 500 bucks from the wool. Yeah, these things are money pit. I think the moral of this story is you should get an alpaca because you love it. But the second moral is don't get an alpaca. Let them live in peace in South America. That would be my moral. I guess so. But I mean, like, what's... They aren't. There aren't any wild ones, so I don't know how in peace they are. It yeah. seems like anywhere they are, they're going to be getting. But they probably are more comfortable in their native off. land. Yeah, that's true. I'd rather be there than stinking Georgia Oklahoma. or something. Yeah, Georgia yeah. or Oklahoma. Wow, really hating on Georgia and Oklahoma right now. They're great states. 
I've never been to either. Actually, I, I no, I've never been to Georgia or Oklahoma. Oh, well. The most famous alpaca mm-hmm. in the whole world okay. is Chewy the Alpaca. Oh. 231,000 Instagram followers for Chewy the Alpaca. Oh, no way. We'll yeah, I looked it up. up. I did. He seems full of himself. I didn't like his profile, so oh. I yeah, I clicked off it pretty soon, but <laughs> you can check him out. Will do. All right, last, last piece of business. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're that retired person and you really do want to get into ranching as a career. Mm-hmm. Rockwell, North Carolina. In 2015, there was sold a 1,900-square-foot, three-bedroom, two-and-a-half-bathroom farmhouse. Mm-hmm. This was on 10 acres of land, including a 2,400-square-foot barn. It's a big barn with a hayloft. Mm-hmm. This farm included 22 alpacas. Wow, yeah. that's a lot. That's a good bit of alpaca. One llama, uh-huh. two goats, two barn cats, one livestock dog. I guess these people really didn't care for this dog because he was included with the purchase of the property. Oh. Yeah, and one horse. And that sold in 2015 for $319,000. For uh, everything? All of that. All the animals yeah. and the building and the 10 acres? Yeah. Wow. The house and the barn and the acres and the animals. I don't know what to think about that. You literally can't get an apartment in L.A. for that price. So, nope. I know. Think about that. Also, that poor dog, knowing how much alpacas hate dogs, yeah, he that's got to be a rough life. Yeah, he probably beat every day. Yeah. Oh, poor guy. Mm-hmm. Someone should rescue him. That's cool. all I got. Awesome. That's a pretty good amount. Did I leave you curious about alpacas? Yeah, the- you left me definitely wanting to look at pictures of them for sure. Well, I suggest Chewy the alpaca. I He's am. not my cup of tea, but maybe you'll love him. 231,000 people him. seem to. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I I know way more about alpacas than I ever did. How could you not? I think did did you feel like you needed more than 30 minutes to get into it or was that probably enough? Honestly, the 30 minutes is only because I just get so curious and I ended up reading a lot more than I make note of you know Mm -hmm. yeah surprisingly yeah 30 minutes was needed and i could have spent more time reading about alpacas there you go Mm -hmm. love alpacas love them or leave them they exist so you gotta deal with them (laughs) i say love them yeah i say love them too yeah they're pretty great Mm -hmm. okay well this was a lot of fun learning about alpacas until next time um thank you Catherine. (laughs) all right look up something you're interested in and learn about it for 30 minutes yeah it's easy and it's fun thanks for listening follow us on instagram at 30 minute expert podcast where you can see cool photos of all the things we talked about today and send us suggestions for future episodes also if you're a real life expert on one of the topics we covered write to us and let us know what we missed you can email us at 30 minute expert podcast that's three zero minute expert podcast at gmail.com if it's something especially interesting maybe we'll read it on the show if you're enjoying the podcast please subscribe and if you're really enjoying it write a review thanks so much for listening we really appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye.